Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of the Trade Talk podcast here with myself my name is Abhya Kanwar I am the host of this podcast if you're new here welcome to the podcast and hi oh god guys i know it's been such a long time since i've been here uh i'm posting this episode what um two weeks after the last one after the previous one it's so long like it, i took i took one sunday off and i know that it's it's just a, a really hectic schedule that i have it's so bad and i just wanted to like anyone who's listening and is a student i know you guys can understand i had the worst week ever and i'm sure all of you guys listening did i hope of course you had a best like a better week than i did and you guys had the best week but god damn was the last week bad <laughs> we got test results we got exam results and it's just oh no let's not go there but um it was bad to say the least and i'm sure all of you guys can understand this but like in all honesty i really like as much as i am enjoying the last year of school like speaking for myself right i'm just going to speak a, a little before going on to like the actual um the, the nitty gritty stuff of the episode i'm going to speak about myself i don't know if you guys can relate to this i don't know if you guys can like agree with this but the last year of school i thought it's pretty fun and i wanted to be fun right i'm i'm really looking forward to having the best year possible and yeah but but it's just that there's so many exams there's so many uh you know the facets of stress that it's it's crazy when it comes to applications to colleges universities when it comes to you know thinking of um of of entrance exams of all these competitive exams it's so stressful i'm sure all of you guys can relate it's just sucking the fun out of high school <laughs> and i've been really looking forward to something that can you know give me a a, a way to escape and this podcast is basically that for me like i i i can look apart from academics and other kind of stuff and i can just look into stuff that i love and i can talk to you guys one on one and it's the best feeling ever so thank you to you all again thank you to all of you listening that i have the the ability to to speak on the mic and i have all of you guys listening and i just have this medium of exchange even though there's obviously you <laughs> there's only unilateral <laughs> transfer of words but it's still a, it's it's still lovely for me and i i couldn't thank you guys enough uh okay sorry sorry for the detour <laughs> um also i like to wish you a happy sunday i have this new like uh i have this new thing i like to wish people a happy like sunday or saturday because the weekend is the most peaceful time <laughs> i've come to realize this i have this new found love for weekends uh but anyway so beginning on with the episode we're going to talk about a very very interesting topic here something that i think will uh, well intrigue every single person who is listening something that intrigues me and every time i think about it it's just crazy and it's something that's obviously currently de- developing it's it's really you know uh building up and all of us can witness these events in real time and it's crazy so uh what we're going to be talking about today is uh another asian country which has been going well i'd say on the wrong route for the longest time it's been making the worst decisions possible everything that could go wrong is going wrong <laughs> in this country and of course we're going to talk we're going to be talking about drum roll <laughs> we're going to be talking about our neighbor sri lanka <laughs> 
So today's episode is based on the Sri Lankan economic. Well, I say economic; it's a lot more than just economic. Um, we're going to be talking about Sri Lanka's economic crisis. What's going on? Ah, uh, what? How has this particularly transpired? How has this been building up? And to this very day, what is Sri Lanka doing to help itself? Because it's really not doing uh, well. Actually, nowadays, because it's just flailing its arms and legs around to to get some. A breathing space, some breathing room, but I guess it is where it is right now, and they're they're really just trying to scramble out for some solutions. But yeah, so we're gonna be discussing how they got to this point, what the state of the country is right now, and where they aim to go, what are they doing, how they're gonna find a way out of this crisis, and just everything in between. So, um, talking about Sri Lanka, first we need to talk about the the very political. climate of the country how is the government handled what parties what entities are 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 governing the country who is making the policies and since ever since uh, independence actually even long before independence we've seen that sri lanka's governance has been flawed in many ways like it's the most shitty government you could find and ever since independence which they gained in uh, 1948 from the presky uh, from the pesky britons uh uh they've 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 uh they've seen rulers that have really messed up policies and have obviously had ulterior motives which is noticeable in every economy even even in our economy bjp actually i would go on to our economy i won't go on to the government i love my country i love my government <laughs> no no i'm kidding it's just um, it's similar to every other country's government right every uh, political leader may no matter how um, generous and how 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 um, benevolent they are it is going to be necessary for them to have some ulterior motive that's the part of them that makes them that political leader that they have that sense of greed that self, that sense of selfishness however in sri lanka it took a bad form in the sense that the 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 sinhalese which is the um, the i i'm pretty sure the majority um social group that exists in sri lanka it's the it's the majority uh, group of people it's, it's it's the 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 largest community in sri lanka so the sinhalese they wanted control of the the country over the the tamil the the tamil and the sri lankan tamils and we've seen that they've tried to have this like power dispute between the tamils and uh, with with the tamils and we've seen that they wanted power for themselves so the rajapaksa family which is currently the ruling fa- actually not currently anymore the, the president has has uh, resigned and it's the country is in huge turmoil by the way it's 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 even worse than i thought so um yeah we've seen that the rajapaksas which is this this family of political leaders of political figures that have been trying to and successfully have uh, controlled sri lanka for a long amount of time for i'd say the, the past 2 3 decades and it's crazy that sri lanka with the amount of people that exist has still maintained this a uh, majoritarian rule where the rajapaksas obviously pe- please the sinhalese community and with that through that they are able to get the throne of the country so through pleasing the largest community they've managed to stay in control of the country and they've managed to 
stay in the driver seat for so long but <laughs> little did we know that <laughs> that that these drivers they're blind that that pretty much blind driving they don't know how to drive so the sinhalese have elected the rajapaksa family and the rajapaksa family have this weird way of governance right sri lanka anyway talking about the country itself sri lanka is not a very resource rich country it has the potential for agriculture it has a huge potential for agriculture it has huge potential for for trade because it's in such it, it's in such a like in such a crucial point it's located at such a crucial point in the indian ocean that it can manage trade between china and all of eurasia it's it it's located at a at a very advantageous point in the indian ocean so it has a lot of potential for economic activity and for uh, the country to po- the country to prosper but the issue is that they have not ma- managed to handle their potential they've not managed to realize that so the the rajapaksa family of course they and everyone in sri lanka knows that sri lanka is not a very resource resource rich country 13% of the gdp is reliant on tourism that's the that's a huge share of gdp reliant on such a volatile i'd say economic activity so as especially in these time in these uh in these times with covid and pandemics and all these um social political issues occurring in europe with the uh russian and ukrainian war we see that there is so much turmoil it's a very volatile industry the tourism industry the tourism industry and because of that we've seen that sri lanka's reliance on imports on other countries has grown and it's really not helped the country so the country from a pro market economy has gone to a welfare driven economy in which they try to spend more so the 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 citizens of sri lanka can can enjoy privileges from the government from um low prices they've been trying to be <laughs> they've been trying to be socially responsible while uh, banning chemical fertilizers but the issue is that with these policy changes they've been hindering sri lanka's economic growth because all the government has been doing is has been spending money it's been on a trade deficit it's been on a budgetary deficit it's been on deficit as a whole and we've seen that it's spent its expenditures have overpowered its earnings for years now and the government has no way to balance it out either so the issue is the government is bleeding out money it has only a limited amount of money of course it's not resource rich it can't be extremely dependent upon um upon exports so it's importing anyway and it's bleeding out money all of this screams of you know a monetary crisis an economic crisis in which the country eventually runs out of money right and that's exactly what happened so sri lanka while importing so much while importing um agricultural goods while importing any manufactured goods while um providing tax cuts which the rajapaksa family promised to do by the way gotabaya rajapaksa who's who was the the previous <laughs> now now previous uh, president of sri lanka to attain power in his campaign he very largely and very flamboyantly offered tax cuts to the people of sri lanka and through this we see that Sri Lanka's policy planning has been awful 
we see that they've been making the most irrational decisions and due to this the country really lost all their money they've been importing they have cut down on uh, their earnings from the people they've been bleeding up money they've been trying to uh, provide tax cuts they've been just just really careless with money they've been on a on a spending spree and because of this they've completely bled out their foreign exchange reserves their forex reserves and at this point i believe the the central bank holds about 2 to 3 billion dollars of forex like 2 to 3 billion dollars of uh, forex reserves which is nothing that's absolutely nothing so that's one so the the country is already low on money it has no money in its wallet that is one secondly sri lanka has been heavily dependent upon china it was dependent upon india as well for trade for infrastructure for uh, for imports everything but now sri lanka and the sinhalese community of course the sinhalese monks who used to be in major control of power they decided that they want to shift the country from um uh <laughs> from 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 a spending or a consumer based economy to an infrastructure or development or producer based economy so they grew on infrastructure and the way they did, they did so was by borrowing from china as we discussed in the first episode of this podcast they did so with the help of china's bri the belt and road initiative china very generously offered its money they're like yeah why not we're not hiding any hands behind we're not keeping any hands behind our backs we're definitely not holding a dagger so we can stab you <laughs> okay that's enough china hating for one episode <laughs> i'll be back for another but <laughs> but 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 they went all out on taking loans from china in terms of infrastructural development and the issue was that this development it didn't benefit the people of sri lanka because development is only going to benefit when it helps the consumers in some way your your middle income economy is what's supposed to be helped and this is the very point that sri lanka and china doesn't seem to understand Sri Lanka is a majorly poor and middle income based economy. All these consumers, they only have so much to spend. So when you consider making uh well constructing projects, huge projects such as highways or 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 facilities such as you know entertainment parks or something like that, it's not going to benefit the people because they don't need that that's not something that they demand or need they need essential goods they need lower prices they need well not deflation but they need prices to go down so they can increase spendings and they can increase savings that's what people want and because especially because a lot of people in sri lanka are also daily wage earners so that is what happened sri lanka started taking a lot of loans already when it's burning out cash so two pointers arise from this a that sri lanka has no money left in its wallet and b that it's asking for money so it already owes money to other people when it doesn't even have money to sustain itself and thirdly the third issue is that sri lanka has managed somehow to then decrease its own productive potential in 2000 i think I I believe it was 2020 or 21 I'm not sure 20, I'm pretty sure it was 2021 Sri Lanka very conveniently at the Rajapaksa obviously president Gotabaya Rajapaksa decided to 
ban the use of chemical fertilizers as a result of decreasing government spending so you're telling me that you're running low on money fine you want to spend a little less fine but you're going to do that by decreasing your expenditure on chemical fertilizers to produce food you're not going to be helping the economy because as a as an end result you will be spending less sure but you'll also be producing less your people will be dying from famines your people will be dying from um food shortages your people will be demanding food food prices will rise inflation will occur and people's savings will therefore be depleted as a whole also if there are food shortages sri lanka is going to have to borrow from another country at some point in time as well they're not making sensible decisions so that they can sustain themselves they're making decisions on a short term basis which is not going to work in this scenario you need to make decisions both for the short term and the long term so sri lanka has three major problems we've noticed a that they're on a government deficit they're on a budgetary deficit they're on a trade deficit they're not doing very well off from their background b that they've completely shifted their focus from a consumer a consumer based economy to a producer based economy which is again not working out in its favor and c that it's not helping its own productive capabilities its own manufacturing sector its own producers which forms the majority of the economy of the labor force it's not helping them out by making decisions by making policy decisions that is going to induce inflation in the country that is going to eat out of the pockets of those who are who need the most money in your country that's that's what it's doing and that's the issue with sri lanka they're not handling their money well now what is the aftermath that has occurred what is the state that sri lanka is in obviously all of us know that people have been partying in uh, the president's <laughs> residence <laughs> they've been partying in his pool they've been partying in his in his bedroom they've been clicking pictures there's been so much and um that's exactly what's happening people are in turmoil they want political change they want social change they want economic change they want change as a whole the president has fled the country the, pre- the president has resigned from his his seat and this is the issue that sri lanka is facing it has no order in its governance at the moment it has no fiscal plans monetary plans are still go- ongoing because the cbsl which is the central bank of sri lanka has still been making decisions i'd say somewhat wise decisions because i mean i i would say that it's a little late better late than never but at the same time it's it, it might just be a little too late so the the cbsl has been making decisions and that's what's happening so at the moment there is political turmoil there is social turmoil people want change people are protesting people are dying from famines it's it's expected that food shortages are going to kill more people in sri lanka than covid did uh, there's uh, an ongoing pandemic the tourism sector has plummeted because of the fact that corona happened and obviously at the same time sri lankan inflation has risen to highs and it's it's a really just depleting sri lanka's well viability as investment grade as as a country that should be made partners of that that a country that should you that you should go to and visit and invest in and and do some businesses business in it's not going to help anyone and at this point 
of time sri lanka has of course depleted its political economic and social stature as a whole however it still does have like some way to go from here they need to they absolutely need to cut down on spendings which is what the government which is what the central bank is doing it's uh, well of course it's not well cutting on expenses because that's fiscal policy and not monetary policy but as a response to 50% inflation rate and and an 80% hike in food prices a 230% hike in fuel prices we've seen that the cbsl is uh, enforcing monetary policy is hiking interest rates on loans so it's discouraging um spending therefore going to reduce inflation rates hopefully we don't know yet people are still speculating that 60% is going to be the inflation rate the mean inflation rate for sri lanka in the next few months it's going to hit 60% next month that's what people are predicting and we don't know where sri lanka is going to go so the aim of the government at this moment should be a spend less b save more c try to help out the people in the sense that you need to look out for your people you don't need to import you need to export people need to earn not spend so that they can get more stuff right people need to earn in a meaningful way you need to shift your economy from an import economy to an export economy in a meaningful way not by <laughs> not by <laughs> not by cutting down on on taxes but or not by borrowing from china to boost infrastructure but by giving people the resources the 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 efficient and the necessary resources to boost their own production so not the production of manufactured goods but the production of agriculture that's how country goes forward in its initial stages and that's the current state of sri lanka it's in huge political and economic turmoil because of its past decisions it's on it's it's really at a, at 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 bad positions in in it's in a huge it's it's at a huge disadvantage i don't know why i'm <laughs> stuttering so much today it's a little bad sorry guys but it's just at such a huge disadvantage because now it, the country has been brought down to the lowest point it's ever experienced in terms of the economy and the, well the political climate and environment so the country really needs to get back on its feet and that's what people are doing the imf is seeking plans to bail sri lanka out at some point we don't know where that's going to go um it's it's gathering help and aid from other countries as well india is willing to help sri lanka out bail sri lanka out offer some loans uh china obviously will always be up there and offering loans they'll be like yeah <laughs> yeah please take our money <laughs> but um uh, that's where sri lanka is right now and to save itself it really needs to make some huge policy changes to bring about some 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 absolutely mental <laughs> mental change to try to bring bring itself back on its feet and that's about it that's the state with sri lanka that's what's going on in the country um i was supposed to do an episode on another topic which is now um put on to the next a uh, week's episode which i can tell you guys is going to be amazing like trust me guys it's going to be the best episode i've put out so far i'm telling you i hope you guys like this episode though i hope you guys enjoyed and i will guys i will see you guys in the next one uh <laughs> thank you so much for the support and love that all of you have been giving me i really appreciate it all of it every single bit all of you guys listening back at home love you all and thank you all for listening i'll see you guys in the next one